0: This is Outcasting Overtime from Media for the Public Good, creator of Public Radio's LGBTQ youth programs. Hi, I'm Declan, an Outcasting Youth broadcaster. This past summer, I spent some time volunteering at a soup kitchen. It had been a while since I'd been entirely surrounded by new faces. I was a total stranger to both the people I was serving food to and the folks I was working alongside. As I've mentioned on an earlier edition of Outcasting Overtime, I'm also transgender. Recently, I've started passing more in public. This means that when most people meet me for the first time, they see me as a guy. They call me dude and man and son. They don't realize that I was born female when they first look at me. Now, at the soup kitchen, I was definitely passing. I didn't have to tell any of the staff I was trans to get them to call me he and him. When I gave someone a bowl of oatmeal, they always said something like, a little more, son, or thanks, man. But there was something else that caught me off guard. It wasn't just the people saying he and dude and fella that clued me into the fact that I was being seen as male in this space. It was also the subtler ways I was getting treated. Staff members were more likely to start up conversations with me. The people getting food joked around with me more. I was getting so many more thank yous than I'm used to. People were praising me, telling me what a selfless, good young man I was for volunteering. Of course, my first reaction was, wow, everyone is so kind here. It made me really happy to see how welcoming the environment was. But then I started to notice how the female volunteer working next to me was being treated. Nobody was really joking around with her. The male staff members seemed much less receptive to starting up conversations with her. People were thanking her, but in a way that seemed more out of obligation than actual gratitude. I would find out later that she had been working at the kitchen for several months, while I had been there a couple of days at most. But it was when a man after receiving food from this female volunteer thanked her and then took the time to walk over to me get my attention and politely ask me where the bathroom was that i realized oh these people aren't especially nice i'm just a man and it wasn't just this location either since i've been passing a lot more in public i've been noticing a lot of differences in the way i get treated by strangers people ask for my help so much more especially when it comes to manual labor I get praised for doing really basic tasks, you know, things nobody batted an eye at when I did them as a girl. But most of all, it seems like people, especially men, feel so much more comfortable talking to me now. In the past year alone, I've had so many more casual, friendly conversations with total strangers than I ever had before transitioning. Guys just seem to treat me with so much more casual respect. And that's a weird thing to come to terms with. I can't help but feel almost guilty in a way, like suddenly I'm having all these advantages just because of the way I present myself now. To get a little more heavy for a second, I know I'll probably have it much easier in public than a lot of my female friends. I've never been catcalled before, but the chances are significantly less likely now that I look the way I do. Same goes for sexual harassment or assault. When you're born a girl, you get told from such a young age that in your life, there are going to be gross men who may try to put their hands on you or shout things about your body from across the street. You get rules drilled into your head, you know, don't run at night, stay in a group when going out, always keep your drink with you, even in the bathroom. No ponytails after dark. It it becomes second nature in a way. I remember the first time I had the talk with my mom. Not the birds and the bees, but the second one. The talk that the girls get after the boys leave the room. I was probably around 12 or 13. The day before, a car in the area had pulled over to a group of kids walking around together, and the older man driving had tried to get them to come inside. Everyone was fine, it was broad daylight out, but it was still a scary moment for a lot of parents in the area. You know, what if it wasn't during the day? What if they weren't in a group? So my mom sat me down and told me about the incident. She gave me the whole safety rundown, told me if anything like that ever happens to me, not to speak to the person in the car, run in the opposite direction, call 911 when I was alone, everything you're supposed to tell a kid. And then she said something along the lines of, because you're a girl, there are going to be some extra things you have to watch out for. And that was when she started talking about tight clothes and short shorts, showing too much skin and walking alone. She made sure I knew that it was never in a million years my fault if something were to happen, but she also wanted me to know that there were ways I could help keep myself safe out in the world, and things I could do, and specifically wear, that might not be so safe. And I could tell she was getting a little emotional. No mom wants to have to tell her daughter that there's a good chance she'll get sexually harassed when she's older, especially when her daughter is only 12 years old. But that conversation was necessary if she wanted to help keep her kids safe. I've been thinking about that talk more recently. Now that I'm on hormones and presenting fully as male 100% of the time, I know sexual harassment and catcalling is something that statistically all have to worry about a lot less. And it makes me wonder, would we have had that talk if I had been born a boy? Or if I had transitioned much younger? Would my mom still be warning me about tight clothes and short shorts if I'd popped out of the womb without the second X chromosome? Probably not. So what do I do? I'm getting treated with newfound respect. I can wear short shorts in public without worrying about my safety. I'm having more conversations, making more acquaintances. The world is a lot easier to navigate now, but it's only thanks to masculinity. Should I just be happy now that I'm finally being seen as male? Or does the guilt around being able to experience the world with so much more ease outweigh that? I'm just one dude. I don't have the answers for all of that. But I do know that now that I've seen what things are like on both sides of the fence, so to speak, I'm going to try to be a lot more attentive to when I see misogyny around me and work to call it out more. Because there is no reason why that female staff member who worked right next to me at the soup kitchen couldn't have answered a simple question about the bathroom herself. Thanks for listening to Outcasting Overtime from Outcasting Media, creator of Public Radio's LGBTQ youth programs. Outcasting Media is a production of Media for the Public Good based in New York. Our executive producer is Mark Sofus. Visit us at outcastingmedia.org to get information about outcasting, make your tax-deductible donation, watch outcasting videos, access our social media links, and listen to outcasting and related content. You can also find outcasting wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Declan. Thanks, and thanks for listening.